0: With Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine
1: on the BetUL Network. Well, I imagine you like action if you're listening to this show. And we got some action tonight inside the Octagon. Vicente Luque takes on Bala Muhammad. Bala Muhammad, the underdog at plus 150. Vicente Luque, the comeback is going to cost you a little bit at minus 178. But BT, we've also got some action inside the boxing ring tonight. Ugas takes on Spence. First of all, who do you like in this fight i think i know the answer to that one and what does it mean for bud crawford whoever ends up winning this fight uh well
0: it, it's interesting from the standpoint of bud crawford's finally away from top rank so he can what they basically say is cross the street over to al hayman and now they can because they don't they bob uh bob arum and al hayman don't really do business together uh it's rare that they do and now that they, they can uh now it's happened before. I mean, they, there has been Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder for whatever reason. It's it's it, it it almost takes a super fight for it to happen. Um, but now, Bud Crawford is a free agent, so he can kind of go make the fight with any PBC fighter pretty easily. There shouldn't be any uh, politics or issues with that. The uh, but what's at stake tonight is these are these are three of the belts in the welterweight division. Crawford has the other one, so this is uh whoever wins this is getting closer to being the undisputed champ. Um, you know, the odds are pretty heavily in Errol Spence's favor, which is not surprising. You know, he's undefeated. He's minus 650 tonight. Ugas is a plus 410. Honestly, though, you know, Ugas is uh the thing that there's a couple things that I just think that people should look out for with this. One, Errol Spence has really lived a hard life, uh, ever since winning his first championship. And some of the things were, you know, his first fight at, at, uh, ATT stadium where he beats Mikey Garcia. Like. He had that, I don't know if you saw that. You you must have seen the video that went over social media with a crazy car accident that he went through. Yeah. Somehow didn't break any bones. And then he was supposed to fight Manny Pacquiao and ends up hurting his retina. He thought his career was going to end. So, you know, you're talking about a guy that, you know, one point was in his late 20s, seemed like he had boxing, you know, by the you-know-whats and everything was was there for him. And now he's still one, which you got to say is very impressive, but he's almost like a John Jones have had like, a lot of things between the health between the personal stuff that have have really hindered probably the 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 ride to the top that he could be having it probably could have happened a lot faster if it wasn't for some of these hiccups like that was a big payday against Manny Pacquiao that he really missed and lo and behold Ugas steps in to take that fight and he retires Manny Pacquiao he beats him up real good real real good and so now you have one of these you know really frustrating cuban boxers who are so slick to take on never really make anybody look good when they fight them. And it's an interesting one because Errol has kind of been in this, uh, some, some pretty close fights lately. Is he that same guy? Is he worthy of being that big of a favorite? I don't know. I, I kind of look at this and say, Ugas is kind of a live dog tonight. So yeah, I think Errol Spence is going to win, but I may pull you and say, might not be a bad night to throw some dough on Ugas because, this guy this guy's definitely capable i think of pulling off a decision
1: i'm gonna pull you your body language is a lot like with aljamain sterling last saturday night it's like well i think that maybe he is alive dude if the same money at four to one he is a live wire i mean super confident ugas is coming off that win like you said against Danny pacquiao essentially actually retiring him i think i think for the final time i hope so i mean who's beat this guy like i remember he lost to sean porter but that was a while ago He's it, got some weird losses. Along, like, he, like he like lost to Amir a
0: mom years years that was ago. ago. That's a long time ago. Yeah, long I know. It's, so I, I just think that, you know, for him, they both physically look really good coming into this. Um, and it, you know, it'd be it'd be something for him to not only take Errol Spence's biggest payday, but then take Errol Spence's titles and maybe a fight with Terrence Crawford down the line. But I don't know, man. You, you I'm looking at that number and I'm just like, I could see it. The the you know, the the guys with that Cuban style. They frustrate people. They're never an easy fight. And I just don't know if we've seen that killer instinct from Errol Spence, that guy who was breaking orbital bones on the rise up. You know, he's talked about the frustrations that he has getting to welterweight. That always worries me too. So this is one of those where I, I look at it and I say, yeah, I think that I could see Errol Spence, you know, maybe having some struggles tonight. Now, in fairness, the last time I did think this was when he fought Mikey Garcia, and it was maybe one of the best performances of his career. But Garcia small. The, the Ugas is not. Ugas is a is a is a big welterweight, and and he's got a. And so you have not only a couple of guys at one forty seven, you have big guys at one forty seven who are going up against
1: each other. Well, I think Spence ultimately wins the fight. It's just, do, am I willing to pay for it? Like whatever it what it closes at six to one success uh, minus seven hundred, whatever that ends up being. Like, I don't think so. Underdog money looks really good. You brought up the name Tyson Fury. All of a sudden, what are we a week away from his fight versus Dillian White? It feels like, to me, this is one of those things that's going to get a little bit louder before fight night, and then everybody's going to go, oh, the Gypsy King's fighting tonight. Maybe I should get in front of my television set because right now, not near, now, the last couple of times, you're talking about Deontay Wilder, so different opponent. I get it. You get more excitement from both sides, but it feels like not a not a ton of noise for a Gypsy King fight. Snug up on me, too. I was
0: like, man, it's already next week, and, right? uh, and I'm into this stuff. Like, I think, well, part of the reason has been this. Like, Dillian White, for whatever reason, you know, a guy's finally getting his crack at the WBC title, something that he's been wanting for a long, long time and has basically been held up by Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder all these years. And he had a loss in there uh, where he had to go and avenge against Pavetkin. And so, you know, he's, ha- he's had some hiccups along the way. He is a dangerous fighter, but I think part of the reason there hasn't been the buzz is with Tyson and Deontay Wilder, you had a really, really heated lead up to this fight. These guys did not like each other. They, they played the media game really well, and it what got was a little wild. Well, one of them did, but one of them like, was throwing out crazy conspiracies about getting his water poisoned and you know uh, a crooked a crooked trainer. So even with Deontay not talking to the media, all these theories were getting thrown out there. So it just had a lot of juice as compared to this, where Dillian White's just kind of doing the silent treatment. Maybe that'll change in the in the lead up to this, but you know it, it's hard to outshine a, a a guy like Tyson Fury in a media week. Like everybody wants to hear from the Gypsy King, and it's interesting because you're looking at him and you're like. He's mentioned that this is probably going to be his last boxing match. I don't know if that's true, but he says he wants to do this, and then he wants to do a hybrid fight with Francis Ngannou, which would be kind of cool, I guess. Um, but he's not going to go and chase down the undisputed title against Usyk or Anthony Joshua. He hasn't promised that. He hasn't put his eyes towards that. He definitely feels like his boxing career is kind of winding down. This is going to be a big one because it's overseas. He's going to have this hero's welcome. He hasn't fought in the U.K. in a very, very long time. And also, plus for us, it's going to be at like 6 p.m., which is, I Perfect. mean, fantastic. For a couple of washed guys like us, you can get for the gambling real? in early, and then we can go to bed at like 9. That's going to be fantastic. Wait, tell me more Tell me more about this hybrid fight. What's a hybrid fight? I know what boxing is. What's a hybrid fight? He wants to fight. He wants to bo- – boxing rules, apparently. This is what it has been said. Boxing rules, but with four-ounce gloves. Oh. That's what they want. That's what they want to do. Okay. That's what they want okay. to
1: do. I'm kind I, of I'm, into it. I am I'll kind of into it. I want Octagon because if it's got uh, 50 bucks.
0: Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch it, but I feel like Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou is going to be one of the most lopsided things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I mean, people, this is crazy. I've been, you know, I've never been next to Tyson Fury. I've been to Francis, next to Francis Ngannou. Holy crap, is he intimidating. I mean, he is big. Tyson Fury is a lot bigger than him. A lot bigger than him. That's crazy. So I don't know, man. Uh, I, th- th- this will be fun. It's always fun with the Gypsy King fights, and maybe this
1: is the last time he boxes. So I think that's a that's a that's an interesting tie into this. Looking forward to him coming back. Uh, Ryan Garcia. Speaking of coming back, made his fight last week. He didn't look great with the distance. End up getting the win. What do you think about K- Kid Kid Rise's performance? I think he looked. Uh, he looked a little rusty you know he has he's been having he's
0: also been a guy who's had uh some stuff going on outside the ring uh i would would
1: would describe it as as expected like that's kind of what i thought i just went back and watched that trainers. that's kind of what i thought i was gonna see
0: yeah flip trainers you know he he, uh he left canelo's camp he had a lot of drama there um i think it was okay i think for him you know he's a guy where the big the big uh play on him is he does those viral knockouts and people love to see him go and and get and so for him to have this experience of going 12 rounds for the first time, I think will be good for him. But I do think it was probably a frustrating night for him, too, because Tego was on his bike. He wasn't really trying to engage, especially early on in that fight. Um, so maybe it was one of these where he had to, you know, tr- try and get what the defense was giving him a little bit. Um, so it wasn't the best dance partner for sure, but not the uh,
1: not the most memorable fight of his career for, for by any hey, means. Hey, speaking of dance partners, so – My junior prom, I ended up with one of those sitcom situations where I finally got a date, and I got it early Mm -hmm. to make sure I wasn't going stag, you know? And then, like, an ex-girlfriend was back in from out-of-town type thing. So, essentially, I had two dates, and then ultimately it ended up being no dates. And the same thing kind of happened this week with Andrew Weeds. Did you see that? Like, this dude's got all kinds of people coming at him all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, this was wild. So,
0: my guy Tyrone Spong i was excited about this because he's you know after what happened against uh an eagle fc where he got yeah. you know run over by a polar bear i was like he, he listen he wanted to go box he, he it's just flat out like the guys the guy very much has tuned his attention into boxing that's what he wants to do this is a big fight for him you know like the last time tyron spawn was supposed to fight he was supposed to fight Usyk. he was supposed to be Usyk's heavyweight debut and then he popped for i forget what the supplement was he, he had like a an elevated level of some stimulant. And so they canceled the fight, like, you know, and his boxing career was essentially derailed. So to see that he was going to fight the unified heavyweight champion. I was like, this is great for my boy Tyrone. That's a huge opportunity. And then all of a sudden they they say, no, no. Announced, That's what I was telling you yeah. about the girlfriend. So, yeah. She was out. Triller announces spawn <laughs> versus Ruiz. And then PBC goes, Ruiz ain't fighting him. He's fighting Luis Ortiz. I'm like, what? Why is this trailer so weird, dude? I don't understand what's going on with them. It's the weirdest fight company known to man. I don't think they know what the hell they're doing. It's like everything is just so bubbly backwards with them. And then their response was, oh, well, we'll just do uh, Ruiz versus Spong later. What? What do you mean you're going to do it later? You said you were going to do it. You didn't know he had a contracted fight? It's the strangest thing I've ever seen. So, do we have a fight? Yeah, he's fighting Luis
1: Ortiz. Not for Triller, though. He's fighting on PBC. Unbelievable. Triller is. That's a good fight. I'm into that. Speaking of Triller, Jake Paul has verbally made an offer to Michael Bisping. Even money in a boxing fight three months from now. Full training camp. Who are you liking that one? It's not happening. I'm just throwing it out there. I like Jake Paul. You like Jake Paul. Penis. heinous. That's not heinous. I like like Jake Paul. I think he's going to win. Yeah, I know you like Jake Paul, but I think the Bisbing is probably—he would meet his match in Michael Bisbing. I get it he, a little bit he's long. He he no, I, yeah, no, yeah, he's old. Doing doing
0: we keep doing this with the old guys, and like they Left keep failing Larry. us. Left hook, Larry.
1: Come on, bro. Show a little respect. Coming can't up see. next, get out your crystal ball. It's time to UFC into the future. We break down some fights like Gaethje, Oliveira, and other with Brendan Tobin. I'm Sean Levine, and you're locked in to the bet QL Network.